real job. I love your brother, but I also hate him much like I love and hate you. Why are you recording this evil, debaucherous conversation? <laughs> are we doing another podcast right now? Oh my. It's called time management. Traditional bow hunting. <laughs> Traditional bow hunting. Hold fast outdoor podcast. Woo! Right now we're playing the game. Is that a hen or is that a hunter? The Levi. Whittling on a striker. He tried to convince me to go turkey hunt with leg traps last night. That's the new tree frog crawl. It's not tree frog season. So how'd the... Is it a bird or a hunter workout? It was a hunter. <laughs> Hold Fast Podcast, episode 16. With Donnie Russell and Levi Brown. Levi Leg Trap Brown. There we go. Well, like I said, yeah. you, you got to check out the YouTube videos. Yeah. His new nickname is Shakespeare. No, that's not. Hey, you either get Shakespeare or Stripper. Because then we're like a cross between Shakespeare, Renaissance boots, and stripper boots. They can't be just moccasins? That moccasins don't go like that. Yeah. Only person in the world that ever wore moccasins like that was like the Robin Hood men in tights. No, they wore boots. Okay. Well, then, no, you're, you're original. <laughs> I can see you wearing a pair of leggings with those or skinny jeans. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> leggings, I guess. You're already here, boys. He's a Marine. He wears leggings. All right. So, we're like, what, three weeks into the hunting season now? The deer yeah. season? Yeah. I think that's about what it is, three weeks now. Yeah. All right, yeah. That, that first weekend, we camped out and hunted private land that first day. And I had a couple of does walk in three behind me, three. Yeah. And uh, they never came down. They never committed. No. They either saw me moving or Levi moving. I think it was more you moving. I think you need to watch the video, brother. <laughs> so I watched the video. I was like, man, I'm a fucking idiot. I moved too much. I moved too much. And I'm walking the video. I was like, nope. She's looking right at Levi. And there he goes. He moves. And he moves more. Well, and the- she sees it. And she turns. Like, she's eye fucking you. She's looking right at you. Am I up? Well, what, oh, well, from what I could see... She was looking at you when you were trying to turn around. Yeah. It's probably a combination of both. Probably, I'll, I'll take the blame. I mean, well, I don't when care. When she was looking, Nobody's I perfect. wasn't moving. The camera might have been moving just a little bit because I was trying to, I was like turned all the way around. Shaking like to, a dog shitting peach seeds. Well, because I was turned all the way around trying to film her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but any, regardless of whatever happened, it's probably my fault. Most things are my fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they didn't come in. But I was behind a big tulip poplar and he was down inside of a beech tree. Yeah. <laughs> that was last year's blowdown. There's no leaves on it. He was concealed pretty good. And uh I mean this tulip poplar, it was wider than my shoulders are. It was a big tree. And I was I had all the leaves cleared out from the ground, so it was just real soft dirt to where I could move a little bit if I had to. Because they came to the right, I had to move, they came to the left, I had to move. And that's what I was doing, I was spinning back and forth because one minute they're coming in, they're going to walk down to my left. Then they change, and they're going to walk down to my right. Then they change again. So I'm trying to move back and forth to get ready for the shot. Because they were only 35 yards away uphill. Max. And just waiting for them to close a couple more yards before I could shoot them. Yeah. 
But they spooked out. They didn't, they didn't really spook. They just they knew something was wrong. Something was fishy with them. Yeah. And uh, they just walked off the other way. There was no tails in the air. And no running nothing. or anything. They just walked, walked off. But then uh, that evening we went out on public and we saw a one deer step out in the cornfield 80 yeah. yards away. Yeah. That was, a, that was a pretty big doe. Yeah. She was then, big from 80 yards. Then we saw that doe and her yearling with her mm-hmm. bowed up and down through the beans. And they were walking straight to us, too. And I think they spotted us right before we ducked down. Yeah, because we were on our way out a little early. Yeah. But uh, we found that gut pile, so. Yeah. On the way in, we saw blood. We're like, man. Well, Levi saw blood. He's like, look, there's blood. That's fresh. And the entire walk back, we were on that blood trail. And it was about halfway between there and our where we were going to set up at. Yep. And we walked through the... This little opening in the trees. Yeah, the there's a six... The fields are separated by 60 yards of timber. And there's a road to it where they take the farm equipment. It's like a CRP field, if you yeah. want to call it that. And uh, it's state land that they lease out to people to grow the crops. And uh, as we get about 10 yards into it, we see a bunch of uh, turkey vultures fly up out of the woods. And then we start walking up there and we're like, oh, let's see what's over there. There's blood. And we find blood. Yeah. So we're walking and back in the there. blood trail went that way and we found a gut pile. Yeah. So somebody got themselves a public land deer. Yep. But uh, we went and sat down in the creek and there wasn't nothing moving. It no, was, didn't see a thing. But that could have been because when we walked out to the car, there was three other cars there. Yeah, nobody was there when we showed up. Uh-huh. But we got there a little early because we walked back in a little farther than most people do. But that place is a, it's a very, very heavily pressured piece of public. Yeah. And uh, you have to go where nobody wants to go, like where I was today out there. But, uh, yeah, so we hunted that, and then we hunted... Back to private land Sunday evening. Yeah, on my grand on my grandparents' no. property. No, that Sunday we hunted my place uh-huh. at the club. Did we go back and hunt the club? Yeah, on Sunday. Oh, I'm blind. Yeah, yep. that's right. That's and we're right hunting. My buddy's blind. And right at dark, we had like two minutes of shooting light left. Yeah. Doe comes in, and I was using my chair and his blind, his blinds windows. Are a little higher than mine are. Yeah. And I knew that, and I had to kind of lean forward a little bit and, like, posture up. But uh, when I released, I wasn't postured up enough, I guess. Yeah. And my broadhead took his, his the zipper blind. His opening opens with a metal zipper instead of those bungee cord things. Yeah. And I took a couple teeth off of his zipper rail. With my broad head. Whoops. Sorry, Lee. Like, it was a complete miss. But uh, yeah. my arrow was only 10 yards behind her, sticking pretty much straight up and down out of the dirt. Yeah. So, But she ran off and... Blew. Blew. And, but a couple minutes later, she came right back into the corn pile. Mm-hmm. It was just too dark at that point. Yeah. And that's about how my hunting season has been so far. I mean, yeah. And then the following week... Yeah, that next weekend, we went next down... Saturday. We went down to my grandparents. We went down. I have two places where I sat down there. I have a blind set up and a tree stand, and we went and sat in the blind in the morning, and absolutely nothing came in. Yeah. It was it was pretty warm out, too. Uh, I was maybe anticipating not very much because of how warm it was, 
And then we, uh, Donnie's doing some moving here. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking, I'm listening. But, uh, we, we didn't see anything, saw some doves, some squirrels, and that was about the extent of it. And Donnie had some stuff he had to go take care of in the afternoon. I think he was going to watch the fight. And yeah, that was the, yeah. Yeah, that fight that was going on. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go back out in the afternoon and set my tree stand. Well, we actually went over and sat under my tree stand. Yeah, we hunted the morning in the blind, and then uh, afternoon we switched over to the tree stand. Where the tree stand was. Yeah. And I was set. He was up in his climber, and I was set about twenty-five yards away from him, about ten, fifteen yards back. Yeah. And some, uh, it was oaks, yeah. but there was just real shaded. There was a bunch of liverworts in the ground. Yeah. And I sat back in there. Um, mosquitoes and flies were horrible in there, but then we sat there for a couple hours, what about two or three hours? Yeah. Nothing, nothing ever came in. So and he had to go. So I got down out of the stand, went in, I went in, and took a nap, and it rained pretty good when I was in there sleeping. I mean, it it poured rain. I mean, came out of nowhere. It just rained. Yeah, as I hit Lancaster, so about 40 minutes after I left, I came into a Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't anticipated rain. So we got in there. Or I, I went back out after it rained. It was about 5 o'clock when I went into the woods. And I was sitting there. I playing on my phone. Barry started getting low on my phone. I was like, well, I better uh, figure out a way to attach this to my stand if I want to do of videoed hunt. I'm gonna interrupt you real quick. His mm -hmm. battery was low on his phone. Cause yet again, watch YouTube videos. This man plays on his phone constantly. I don't know how he saw that or how he sees a deer. Cause his nose is in Facebook and everything else the entire time. Well, I give it a couple hours usually when I'm sitting in a tree stand because I know a lot of things get settled down. And then after that, I start watching more. I mean, I do it too, everything myself. I put phone. Yeah. Every couple minutes, I look up, look yep. up, and look around. Yeah. And I do. That's what I do. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there. I'm trying to figure out a way to attach my phone to my tree stand just in case a deer comes in. I can film the hunt. Well, I didn't anticipate two percent not lasting very long. <laughs> two percent of battery life on a phone didn't last whatsoever. And so I'm sitting there, and I see this buck start to come in, and I go to hit record on my phone, and my phone is dead. I'm like, oh, man. And this buck comes in, and it goes down this trail that right before you get to me, goes down to this bottom where there's a pond at. And it goes down to the pond, splash around the pond, getting some water, I suppose. And then it starts walking, and I see... I can see it every once in a while I catch glimpses of it walking down this bottom and I stand up because it starts walking like it's going to come back up the hill well I had a mosquito buzzing in my ear and so I slowly went up and swatted away well he must have seen me swat at it and he kind of ran he only ran about 15 yards and then stopped I was like all right well it's no more moving whatsoever so I had mosquitoes flying around my ear this whole time. And there was an opening down in there about 15 yards down over this hill. 
from my tree stand. And I was like, all right, he's coming right towards that opening. As soon as he gets in there, I'm gonna pull back and launch an arrow at him. And he gets to that opening, perfect broadside shot, and he looks up and just stares at me. He stares at me for 15 minutes, not, not scared or anything, but he's just looking at me, not like doing a <laughs> head drop or anything like that, just trying to figure out if I'm gonna move or not. Well, I stand there, like I said, 10, 15 minutes, having a staring contest with this buck. And then he drops his head down, and I go to draw back, and he looks back up at me. I'm like, oh, come on now, not this again. Then he stares at me for a couple minutes, and he drops his head around, down and starts looking around. I'm like, all right, this is my chance. I pull back, launch one. I hear a little bit of a noise when it gets to there, and then he runs off. I'm like, oh no, I missed. I thought I shot way too far back. Or I shot underneath him because that's the way the arrow looked now, like. You were going. using your recurve. Yes, I was using my recurve. And I hear him take or I see him take off, he goes running, and then I hear this big old crash. I'm like, that can be either good or bad. And good that he went down, bad that he just tripped over something and is running again. And what I also I didn't know was there was another deer down there. I didn't even see. So I don't know if it was a buck or a doe or what it was. All I could hear was it running off. And so I'm like, all right, get down on my tree stand. I'm giving him a little bit of time to go settle down, die, what he's gonna do. And so I walk down over this little bank to see if I can find my arrow, find some blood. I get down there, I can't find anything. Ground's wet, it's getting dark, I can't find anything. It's starting to get foggy. I'm like, oh no, this ain't good. So I was like, all right, well, I better start tracking him just in case. So I go back up, get my backpack, my bow, and I go back down there, and I have an arrow uh, set up already, just in case I see him again. And I start walking to where I think he went because down this bottom there's a pond out around the hill and that was where I thought he had maybe went first because you know usually a wounded deer or deer that's dying will go towards water most generally. Well I start walking that way I get too far or I get further than what I heard of the crash and I was like ah this is too far so I go back and there's another spot where deer come down over the spool bank and they usually they'll come up it or go down it well i get back or i go back there to where they come down on that trail and there he is uh balled up beside of a tree he tried to make it up that uh trail and fell back down my arrow still stuck in him i did make not the best shot on him i shot i shot at his his right side right below the spine behind the last rib it went in and it came started to come out his left side right at his back leg and it cut all those arteries in there and he just he just bled out that quick he, i mean within 40 yards he bled out and died <coughs> so i mean that was that was the extent of it i mean i was so excited that i got him that when i found him and i dragged him down out of there i didn't even count how many points he had i was so excited that i went back to get my dad <laughs> Yeah, I mean, regardless, I mean, it was a, you were worked up and it wasn't the best shot in the world, but it, it worked. Yeah. Uh, we were on the way to my 
my soon-to-be wife's family's out for the uh, UFC fight. And I told my lady, it's like, text Jasmine or this and that. I haven't been able to get a hold of Levi, see if we're going hunting tomorrow or this and that. Or see if they want to come watch the fight. Mm-hmm. What it was. Yeah, the fight. Yeah, come watch the fight. And she said, no, Levi just shot a 12-pointer. <laughs> I'm like, no way. No, no, no. <laughs> that son bitch would tell me. I would be the first person he'd text My phone about was that. And I text him, and it goes green. And his is all, I get the iPhone, so, you know, blue the iPhone. His is always green. He's like, or his is an iPhone, yeah, too. Yeah, I have my phone. And it goes green. I'm like, man. I call him, don't get nothing. I'm like, well, how the, if his phone's dead, how the hell does Jasmine know? My dad. And I'm like, man, 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 I want, I want to see this. I want to, see, I don't believe, it. I don't believe it. He's pulling my leg, and then I get the picture started coming through. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I get a, I, as soon as I, my phone gets charged a little bit because <clears throat> when I went back down to get my dad, my dad asked me, he goes, you get one? I said, yeah, he's, he's all right, you know, all right, size buck. I'm, I'm trying to fool him a little bit. <laughs> And uh, I take my phone back down with me and charge it up while, while we're up there getting deer. And while we're up there, he's got his phone with him. And, I, you know, of course, he doesn't have Donnie's number, so I can't call Donnie. So <laughs> it was funny because my brother had called my dad. And my wife was with my brother, well, was somewhere with my brother at, like, my sister's house. My brother was there. Or really? at my mom's house. You guys got that West Virginia marriage going on oh, there? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Share everything. <laughs> no, she had uh, down the street and you can go across the hall. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, she was. I think she was over at my sister's house, and so we just did FaceTime and showed her the deer and everything. Was showing everybody. And then Donnie started. As soon as my phone gets charged, I look at my phone and it's blowing up with Donnie. Send me pictures on, and then I call him, and he's like, "I want pictures now." <laughs> <laughs> I, I get so excited. When my buddy or anybody gets a deer, man, like I love when I turn on Facebook and all the you know Ohio whitetail hunters and trad bow stuff and all the pictures of deer, it's like man, it's awesome, it's awesome. Yeah. I love seeing people get deer. Oh yeah, it, I, I love it. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I mean, I like I'm so happy that Levi got that buck. He's earned it. He's put the work in, and he he deserved a, a freaking toad that he got. Yeah, and that, after my bad luck last year with bow hunting. Because uh, I was using my compound last year, and it didn't go so well with my compound. I missed a buck last year, and that might have been the same buck I missed last year with my buck or with my and compound. Look, you you put your man pants on, you broke out the recurve. That's right, and you killed it. Yeah, I did. I was stoked. I mean, last year I missed that. There was one. I mean, your buck's big. Yeah. The one I missed three times, like I shot three arrows consecutively, and yeah. I hit that vine. It, that, he was twice that size. I mean, he Damn. was the biggest deer I've ever seen in my own two eyes. Uh, you know, and in the wild, not on TV or nothing. Yeah. And plenty bigger. Yeah. I mean, he was easy. 165, 170. Also, yeah, he easy. Was a big one. And I mean, I just, I mean, I was shaking like hell. I put that yeah. damn grapevine. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, that, my season sucked last year. I only got that one little buck. Yeah. And so far, I'm on the same track <laughs> this season. Well, that, last year, I got I got three does last year. I had uh, that one little, he's a little six-point, about the same size as that seven-point I killed last year. So maybe he scores 
Since the camera's going too, if you guys want to see it, check out the YouTube channel. This is going live and be uploaded. This guy, <laughs> what I got last year, I mean, he probably scores 12. Uh, but about that same size, he came in for 10 minutes twice the other day. But that turkey came in yeah. and I killed a turkey. I flopped her head clean off her shoulders. Oh, yeah. At about 15. And a half yards. That was a nice shot. I mean, and she, that's really good with oh, reserve. Dude, it was crazy. Like, guys, she flew. Like, she was a juvenile. Yeah. And, but she flew up in the air, and uh, I was like, God, Jesus. Because I was like, I was like shaking, like, oh, man, did I get her? Did I get her? And I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. And she just fell straight down. So I gave it about five minutes, and I walk up over the hill. And I find my arrow. My arrow hit this uh, real soft dead limb that was laying down. And just stopped it. Pick it up. And it's got blood from broadhead to knock. I mean, it's a clean. That's like, oh, she's she dead. Uh -huh. And I start following it. There, she was in a group of about 13 yeah. that were in there. There was probably more than 13. That looked like there were like 100 <laughs> turkeys there. There was a bunch of them. And... Uh, I walk down over the hill, and I'm like, try, I'm seeing where they're going. I'm trying to find her. She's not laying anywhere. I'm checking these logs. I'm not seeing her. And I'm like, crap, I did that for about 10 minutes. And I said, like, okay, I'm going to go back to where my arrow was, and I'm going to start over. And turkeys don't bleed that much. No. It's, it's hard to blood trail a turkey. Yeah. And uh, especially with a two-blade broadhead. Yeah. And as I walk back up, <laughs> she's there. <laughs> Walked right past her, huh? I mean, her head's hanging on by skin. Yeah. So I reached down and I got her by the tail. She starts flapping her wings. I grab her by her white right wing, and I'm getting spun in circles. <laughs> <laughs> and so you look at the Facebook or the Instagram picture I put up. There's like two feathers from her fan sticking up. The rest were pulled out. Her <laughs> entire right wing primary feathers were gone. And I take and I end up I'm she drop her. And she's running. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, geez, I could grab a stick and I smack her head that's hanging on with the skin yeah. by a stick and knock her head the rest of the way off. <laughs> and she keeps going. Yeah. Well, that's just the nerve. So I got this arrow and I'm jumping at her, <laughs> trying to land on her to stick her again to get her to stop running because I can't catch her. Yeah. And finally she stopped and I grabbed her by her back legs. I take her up to the blind. Her back legs? She only well, her legs. <laughs> Yeah, eat a dick. <laughs> and uh, third outside the blind, she hits the ground, jumps up again. Oh, jeez. And starts running. It runs around this tree by my blind about three times, stops, and falls down. And finally, no more. Yeah. Jeez. In the video, you can just see me running back and forth, back and forth, and around the circle. I can see my head going back and forth <laughs> over the hill. Oh, but, man. I wish I'd have been there for that one. That would have been a good one. <laughs> So far, man, uh, before that, I was out hunting. I went back out to Brush Creek, mm. and I didn't see anything. There's a bunch of people out there, and I saw nothing. And then that happened. I was out there like two days, and then I went there, and that happened. But I went out uh, Tuesday, and I saw two does. 
they were like 40 yards away and they walked farther away down a hill from me and then Thursday evening I was out hunting in my blind again on private land and I saw one that was about 90 yards away and they were walking down to where we were sitting opening day yeah there was one I think there might have been two if there was one she covered like 20 yards really quick like she wasn't dicking around she had an yeah. appointment somewhere yeah and uh so I'm thinking it might have been two. Yeah. But it could have been the same one. Yeah. But I was hoping they'd pop up back up on the trail I was. Because I'm on like a ridge top that's a horseshoe shaped. And I was hoping they'd pop back up. Never yeah. did. But I just, this has not been the deer hunting year for yeah. me. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. If anything, if it's just luck. It's just dear God saying they hate me. Or what, but man, this has been a struggle so far this year. This year and last year, last year was a struggle. But I didn't go out hunting that much last year mm. because of work and everything. Mm. The year before, I was just I was a deer murking machine. Mm. And the first day I went out hunting with a buddy with the recurve, I smoked a doe for like 15 minutes after walking in the woods. Yeah. You know, and then... Oh, you didn't tell me about that fawn we saw, too. Mm-hmm. Well, not fawn, that young deer. Oh, walking yeah. Walking in the first day. Opening day, we walk in the woods, and I see eyes. Like, not long after we get in the woods, I'm like, look, there's eyes up there. He's like, where? He sees, oh, yeah. Walk up, and there's a yearling just laying there. Only, what, it's 20 pitch, feet? Yeah, and it's pitch black. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I, could, I could just destroy her right now. Yeah. No, no, it's dark. Laws are laws. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. We go back to our spot. On the way out, I'm looking, I'm looking. And Levi's about 10 yards behind me. He's like, oh, right there where she, where she was laying. I was like, no, I think it's right here. I'm looking. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah them briars, and briars. Like, she was, I can see a spot she was laying up there. And I had an arrow in my hand. I pointed at her and said, no, she's laying right there. <laughs> and as I pointed at her, that arrow, she jumped up and hauled ass. Like, she yep. was carrying the U.S. mail. Uh-huh. <laughs> She was gone. <laughs> but that happened to me the other morning when I walked in. Yeah. Uh, what day was it? It was when I was out at the club hunting. Yeah. I walked up the trail, and it was early. I got in there about an hour. Before, I got to my blind about an hour before the sun came up. <laughs> so it takes me about 45 minutes to walk up that. It's only .33 of a mile. But it's up a like forty five degree angle hill. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I climb a thousand foot elevation to get to my blind. Yeah. And there's a lot of switchbacks in it. One of the switchbacks I see eyes and there's a full mature doe. Does it land here? No, standing there. Oh standing. Ten there. feet from me. And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not walking my blind. I don't want to spook her. Cause I thought it was like, should I just stop? Yeah. Let her carry her on her way. I stopped for like maybe 10 seconds and she wasn't going nowhere. I was like, oh, she's not going to move. So I just kept walking. I got about 15 yards away and I looked back. As I looked back, she took off down the hill. Yeah. And I walked to my blind. But she I, she didn't snort. Yeah. But she, 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 she was spooked good. Yeah. I mean, I had just a regular white light on. Which, my buddy Lee, he's like, hey, you got your red light, got your red light. Dude, deer were colorblind. 
matter what color light you're using. Well, it's like I've been coyote hunting with a red lens because yeah. Ohio was legal, and looking around, having to call going every so often. Look, because the coyotes can't see a red light for some reason. You can mm-hmm. just follow them all the way in. Well, most animals can't see a red light with that red lens in. And every time I hit a deer, they'd go crazy and start snorting. Really, they could see that red light. Well, hmm. whether it was a red light or just maybe the change in contrast of the light, yeah. but they go crazy with it. So I don't think there's a difference between walking in with red, green, or white. I know with a white light, like it stuns them. Yeah, <laughs> during the headlights. But yeah, my yeah, my season's been pretty pretty much heartbreaking. Today I uh, walked back in about a mile and a half through the water and I'm a waders on to the backside of this public place that's about 20 minutes away and there's an island through the creek that feeds this lake and there's ag all the way around this lake and timber too and I think they're bedding on that island so I walked back in the wind wasn't very good for where I was wanting to sit but I sat for a while it was more of a scouting day than anything yeah. So I wanted to walk back through there, sit, see if anything came out in front of me yeah. before it went to their bed. Because I'm pretty sure their bed in those thick willows on the island. There's yeah. a bunch of willows and a horsetail up there. And on the way back out, I was looking for rubs and stuff, and I found the rubs. But they were all on small saplings. I'm talking like quarter-inch round saplings that were rubbed down. So I don't know if it's a, what size bucket would be. We're going to find out, hopefully. But. Yeah, well, hopefully that eight-point comes in. Yeah, I got Wait. pictures. I had, on private land, I had pictures of an eight-point. He's old, big-bodied. I think he's to the age to where, I think he's over seven years old. Uh, at least seven. Because I think his antlers are starting to go down in size. One size bigger than the other. His, you can just tell his features. He's old, huge-bodied. Yeah. But he pulled a Houdini. And I had him on camera since I put my camera out four weeks before season started. I had him every day, every morning, every evening on camera. And then two days before season started, he was gone. I yeah. thought somebody shot him. Yeah. I thought somebody got antsy, seen him, shot him early or whatever. But he showed up on my camera at my new spot the other day. So he comes in. Uh, I'm... I might shoot him. I want to, I'm trying to hold off this year for a big buck. Yeah. I want a big, now I kind of want the public land buck. I want a big public land buck. Yeah. That'd but, be uh, nice. I that place, that little piece of public we're hunting yeah. two years ago, my buddy Lee, he killed a 16 point toad out there. Yeah. But it was during shotgun and they were driving yeah. and it kicked them up. But, uh, I want to go spend a couple of days down Tar Holler. That'd be interesting down there. You want to do bow hunting down there, definitely, because gun season. I'm sure it's like a oh yeah, dude. Orange Army ascends. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe the weekend, if your old lady lets you, the weekend after we get back from Pennsylvania, going down there for the weekend. Yeah, that might be a good idea. Because it's gonna be close to a rut. Yeah. I mean, it's been cold. There's been videos of deer fighting all out. Not even like sparring anymore. Just all out fighting. But nothing's reacting to any. I tried the bleak call a couple of times and grunt calls and nothing's reacting to them yeah. yet. But, uh, 
this weekend I get married. It is this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Damn. Following week, we leave for Pennsylvania for our bear, hunt. bear and deer hunt out there. Yeah. We're going to hit the rut in Pennsylvania, bud. That'd be nice. So hopefully at least one of us get a deer. Hopefully we both get bear. I'd love to get bear. It'd be awesome. But we'll see. We're walking yeah. in blind to National Forest there. I was talking to a guy. He knows somebody that lives in Pennsylvania, so might be able to talk. And he has a farm up there. And it's a horse farm, I believe. And he's been having bear problems up there. And the actual uh, DNR up there came in and uh, baited and shot bear up there. Trapped him or baited him and shot him. One of the two up there. He said there's a lot of them up there where he's at. This guy. Why am I just now hearing this? I thought I told you already. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'd like to eat a bear. I've been bear hunt before, but... I have to, and that wasn't the way uh, we had to do it. I was down in North Carolina, and the only thing you were allowed to do... You could go out and sit and wait for a bear to walk by or use dogs. Yeah. And we... I went with... I did both, and... Obviously, sitting, I, I don't know the area very well or where very many bear are, so I didn't see any bear that way. And I went out with some guys that had some dogs, and they got one small bear, and the bear was only about 75 pounds, small bear. And there was a seven-year-old boy there. He's the one that shot it. They brought him in, shot it out of the tree, the dog's down there. He put a good shot on it. Yeah, that's the way it was for me. I went down to West Virginia, and we're running dogs. We had a couple places that we could go sit, but... We just were bringing dogs from before, like we were driving around before the sun came up and we were getting back to the camper after dark. Yeah. So we didn't have time to go sit. And uh, first, we were only down there for two days. First day, uh, they put the dogs loose and then there was a bear that was questionable if it was going to make the 50 pound limit or not. Yeah. Guy shot it out of a tree. I didn't want to shoot it because it was questionable. I was like, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. He shot it. He was certain it was. And it ended up being like 53 pounds. Oh, so barely over the limit. Yeah. And then the bear. next day we let him loose. We didn't strike anything else the rest of the day. Next day we let him loose and it went onto a piece of property. And the head guy had his seven-year-old son come in and shoot it. It was, it was a good-sized bear. Yeah. But uh, we treated the third one last day. But it was my uncle. He walked in. He was going to shoot it. But didn't even take a shot at it. <clears throat> he got scared. came down the tree. As we put the dogs back, the bear came down. He got scared and didn't shoot. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, uh, I like a bear. I want a bear rug. Yeah. Those are expensive. <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. Yeah, that's a lot of work. I don't care. Yeah. I guess in the end, it'd be worth it. You can do it right. I'll figure it out. YouTube. This day and age, there's no excuse for anybody saying they don't know how to do anything. Yeah. Everybody can learn instantly how to do anything from YouTube or Google or anything like that. They can just do it. Yeah. Search it, and it explains you step by step how to do it. Yeah. There is no room for, I don't know how to do it anymore. Yeah. You have a resource. Everybody does readily available to them. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Other than that, man. I think I'd like a bear mount. 
my grandpa went down the year before me and he he shot one and he got it mounted it was only about 115 pounder he got it mounted <laughs> many years ago my dad went up to canada back when it was super cheap to hunt up there i mean between four guys or what was it, eight guys it cost them five hundred dollars a piece yeah and that paid for everything. It was guide service and everything. I got to get a hold of Tarl, man. I went to the Saskatchewan website to try and get my license when it gave me an option to buy certain ones and they gave me an option for uh, other things, not really hunting license. I got to get a hold of him and figure it out yeah. because I want to get up there with him. Oh, yeah, that'd be a blast. This spring and go bear hunting yeah. in May this year. May. Maybe some elk too. <laughs> not in May. Spring bear. Yeah. Uh, and uh, non-residents can't hunt elk. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. He didn't say that, didn't he? Yeah. But I figure I'll trade off him. He takes him up there for that bear hunt. I'll bring him down here for some private land. Whitetail. Yeah. But hopefully we do good on this bear hunt. Nice. I just want I want to get a deer on the ground. God, I want to get one. I'm like getting really heartbroken over this. Yeah. I tell you what though, that speaking about deer again, that buck I shot, it had something really weird with it. And the on the rump, it had a hole in it. I mean, a hole big enough I could stick my index finger in there back to the second knuckle. And the outside of the hole didn't smell, but the inside of the hole smelled horrible. Like it was infected or something. I didn't mess with any of the meat around it or anything because I was afraid of what might be wrong with it. So I didn't even really mess with that meat. Yeah. It no. just makes you worry with things yeah. that are going on now with the deer. Well, we talked with him. Man, he must I don't, it's too early in the year for him to really be fighting yeah. for that to happen. I mean, I mean it could have happened. Yeah. But werewolves don't get in that deep. Yeah. So, I mean, he either got spooked and got stick like, slipped up on a stick or something, or did you pay attention to the hide at all? No, I didn't. Because after I was messing with the deer, I'd already took the, that's, the yeah, hide and stuff yeah. to the taxidermist. Because that's weird, because like, even in a human, when you get cut so deep, that's where you get the internal stitches and the external you have to close that empty space. Yeah. If you just close the outer space, infection will set in in that empty space every time. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. So. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I processed. I processed my own deer, and uh, that that was just weird. I didn't want to end up having something that was bad and make somebody sick because there's, like I said, there's so much stuff going around now with deer. Yeah. I mean, like a new thing just came out with like to the tuberculosis thing with deer. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. Just because I mean, it's on Facebook well, doesn't I understand mean it's that, true. Uh, yeah, well, I've talked to other people and yeah. they've said they've heard about it too. Like the whole thing on Facebook, all oh, this new poisonous spider shut up, one bite, it kills you, there's no hope, mm. there's no. I didn't see that, but I mean. I mean, you got deer now with that CWD, and then there was that. What was that? Yeah, what was that one last year? It wasn't CWD. It was something else last year. It was. I mean, it put a hurting on the deer population last year. It wasn't CWD. It was something else. I know we've had very few cases of CWD in Ohio outside 
of high fenced honey preserves. Yeah. Most of CWD are contained on them. Uh, there are a few cases of it here and there. Yeah. No, Kentucky was hit a couple years ago with blue tongue. Yeah. Real bad. Yeah. But I didn't hear about anything really. Well, hurt. I mean, blue tongue and CWD are basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember what that one last year, it was like called EHD or something like that. That's what it was called. I think. Yeah, I didn't think it hurt the population oh, too bad. It, it put a pretty bad hurting on it. Because, I mean, last year I was thinking, man, I see way too many deer. But I, I was talking to different people and whatnot. I mean, there was one guy, he said he found, uh, well, yeah, I was talking to my uncle. And he works for the, uh, he does mines for cool. He does surface mining cool and on their property the mining property they found 40 deer new legs and uh, no the one they're outside of Cripsville. well it's uh right down 669 right i mean it's, if you go over that hill where we hunt at to that road that's 669 mm -hmm. and if you follow that road you can see that mining property up there my brother uh his uh father-in-law before they got married he was a Foreman of the New Lake Strip Mines out there. Yeah, yeah that's where company. Yeah, it was. Um, but, um, uh, his wife and her brother lived on the property. They had a log cabin, beautiful, yeah. beautiful log cabin with a lake or a pond on it, this and that, timber mm -hmm. all around it. Now it's not timber, it's field because they stripped it. Mm -hmm. But uh, dogs started going crazy one night and they went out and there was a deer yeah. just standing still. The dog was right up in his face and the deer wasn't moving. Dougie walked up, got the dog, was from me to you from the deer. Deer wasn't moving. Sounds like a CWD. Got him in, went out the next day or next morning when he got up to go to work. Deer was laying there and he said she was just swelled up like three times her size, bloated. Mm -hmm. So he called the ODNR. Yeah. But that was Mr. My property. But they found a bunch of deer there. Then another guy I know, he has a big hunting property. Or he has a lot of land that he hunts on, takes people out on. And he said he found 20 deer dead. Hmm. I mean, it, I mean, if you're finding deer like that, you know there's a lot of deer everywhere else that they're finding dead. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, so far, I'm a firm believer that deer know when hunting season starts. Because since season came in, I, just, I haven't seen the deer around. No. All, well, I mean, all summer, I, I like drive around and look at deer and keep track of them and stuff. Yeah. Man, there was, <coughs> that, that one night I went out and I, in a six-mile area of bean fields, I counted from the road and I took a bunch of pictures. What was it, 167 deer? Jeez. So, yeah. Where, where, where the hell are they at right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, where I hunted my grandparents, I mean, you've been down there. I mean, usually you go down there, you can't go down there without not seeing a deer. I mean, like when we went out those couple times down there, I mean, we went out last weekend down there, me and you, you were hunting on that Sunday. And usually you can't go out there and not see a deer, especially if there's corn down. Them deer are just eating it up. I mean, they come in all the time mm -hmm. to it. And we didn't see one. Well, there's still, like the area down by the club, there's still a lot of uh, fields, a lot of ag still up. They haven't cut them. 
I talked to Todd, and he said they're not going to cut him for at least two more weeks. Yeah. So once that happens, they'll come back into September. But well, I mean, down there where I'm at, there are, there are no ag fields. Yeah. Well, this year, too, I mean, we have a tremendous acorn mast. Mm-hmm. There's oaks producing egg. I mean, acorns, beech, and hickory. It's it's a great year for a nut mass. Oh yeah, I mean we. So when we deer, were sitting in the woods. They're falling left and right. I mean, yeah. them deer. I got hit the nuts by a nut sitting <laughs> yeah. in a tree. But uh, the deer don't have to get up and move to find their food. They yeah. don't have to leave their bedding area too much mm-hmm. right now. So that's why I went out today. I was trying to find their bedding area so I can try and hunt the bedding area until the rut kicks in, in a week or two. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's wild. But it just seems like, from what I'm seeing, where I hunt at, I mean, it seems like the deer population has dropped a little bit. Yeah, I can't speak for that because I didn't know that. But I know I should where I'm hunting now. I should see more deer yeah. than what I have been. Yeah, but it is very very pressured. That's why I'm moving back farther in yeah you talking about rush creek or the club rush creek well both of them are pressured yeah there's people in there all the time there's a couple little tiny pieces of public i'm waiting i'm holding off on yeah i'm trying to keep i know they're not pressured one for sure are you talking about the ones yeah the one managed one the ones you're gonna manage no no uh that i took you to one during early goose and we saw them deer we were on the hill above the dam oh yeah 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 yeah. i'm holding off on that one yeah it's only 52 acres but uh public i'm holding off on it okay and there's one other area but it's like an hour and a half away a small patch of public inside of a bunch of private and they're it's good for deer and good for wild hog i'm holding off on that i I know which way you're already talking by just saying that but uh i need to (laughs) you don't want to give them up (laughs) no i need i need to get some deer down yeah i don't even want a big buck right i want a big buck this year i just want to get a couple does down right now yeah i definitely want to get some does down like last year, I didn't even doe hunt. I just knew my hunting was limited, so I just went for a buck. Yeah. I need to get over there and move my blind over to where that other patch is because I don't think that one is producing very well. I want to hunt the other side of your grandfather's. Oh, yeah. Or by the power line where we turkey hunted at. I want yeah. to hunt there. What, what spot? There, that power line. I want to hunt the power line. The power line's not on his property. That's off his property. Part of it is on his property. My phone's over there. I'll show you. Part I looked at Onyx, and he's got a section of that power line on his property. Yeah, yes, he does. Where we walked out. Yeah, I know where you're talking about. Yeah, Where the two power lines intersect? No. No. Yeah, I know where you're talking about. You're talking about down behind my uncle's. That's my uncle's property down there. No, your grandfather's. Your grandfather knows part of that power line. I'm trying to think what you're talking about. Watch your phone. My phone's busy. Yeah. Bought your phone. Yeah, I'll show you. Bought maps. I'm trying to think what you're talking about. 
I'm pretty good at remembering property boundaries. I don't like getting in trouble. Yeah. Well, I mean, that this system's off just a little bit. Yeah. And we, we figured that out, or I did at least. Because yeah. there's a property marker in the woods at my grandpa, well, at my uncle's. It's on the edge of my uncle's. It's the corner pin of the property from... Yeah. Your uh, uncle, his uncle's butt's right up against his grandpa. Yeah. It's they're side by side. And then my uh, and then there's the neighbors, and then there's the guy behind him. It's the back corner of my uncle's property, and the pen's right there. And I went down and stood over top of the pen, and the line marker was still down further. Well, what it showed on the map was still further down where his property line was. But I guess the biggest thing that's irritating me so far this year is I've been hunting a lot this year. And I'm carrying in about 30 pounds of camera gear and stool and binoculars, call, stuff like that. I'm just I'm carrying in 30 pounds of gear. I'm not even going to last very long because my buried back. Everywhere we go. and Man, it's just like, why am I carrying all this gear? I'm yeah. trying to get good content for this web video series because it's just me and Levi doing it right now. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, because no one else really recurves, huh? No, I mean, the guys that said they were going to help out and do it this year, and one got all wifed up, and he hasn't even bought a hunting license. <laughs> and you'll have that. All right. You'll have that. Well, you about ready to wrap this one up there, Shakespeare? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least you can call me Robin Hood because I guess Robin Hood because I at least use a bow, a recurve. <laughs> Robin Hood, yeah. well, he Robin Hood used an English longbow. Well, you seen the previews for that new Robin Hood coming out? No, I haven't. Yeah, there's a new Robin Hood movie. Jamie Foxx is in it. What? Yeah, he's playing the black guy, the Moor. Oh, he's playing. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, 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 Robin Hood using a recurve. Yeah. I was like, what? No I, way. I think in the one, no. Yeah. I was going to say the one that, uh, what's his name, played in? Uh, Kevin Costner? No, the one after that. Russell Crowe? Yeah. He used, what he used? He used an English longbow. Then he used an English longbow? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, deuces, girls. Bye.